BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. You're listening to the Eyes on Isles podcast with Matt O'Leary and Mitch Anderson. All right. Hello and welcome to the Eyes on Isles podcast, episode number 24. Yes. Live from the South Hempstead Fire Department. Live! I am Matt O'Leary. He is Mitch Anderson. That's why we're in the fire helmets. We're going to take them off soon. My neck can't handle this. I don't know how these guys do it. Every time I lean to the left, I feel like I'm going to tip over. Um, yeah, that's heavy. Every episode, we come up with an addition, right? So episode, like, 22 is a player, whoever oh, yeah. wears number, number 22, that's oh, addition yeah. to the show. You struggle with Mike Bossy, which, I mean... Who? Yeah, I mean, you probably should have knew that one. 23, I was surprised you had trouble with last week, too. Bob, I didn't look Bob it Nystrom. up. I don't... No? Numbers aren't a okay. thing. So, uh, did you prepare for this week, episode number 24? I did, yeah, and I'm going to butcher his name because I've right, already gotten pelters for it. All right, let's hear it. Uh, Amiko Michaela. Makela? No. Makela. Makela. I keep trying to say Akela like yeah. the wolf from Jungle Book with an M. No. No one? You're not pronouncing it right. Did I just get crickets for the Jungle Book? No, I don't think anyone oh. got that one. Um, I was going to go with Islanders legend uh, Stephen Gianta. I think that would have been a pretty good addition. Legend? I would put him as a legend. I mean, We're going to have to have a talk here. <laughs> There's no way that Stephen Gianta is a legend. All right, so this is a little bit oh, new Oh, you're being Oh, you're trying to be funny. Yeah, that was supposed to be another one. But... <laughs> I'm from Long Island. This is my hometown. So okay. we're doing it live from the South Hempstead Fire Department. We are also live on Facebook, and that is thanks to Joey Delgado. Thank you for helping us out. Thanks, his, Joey. His company is Memory to Video Productions. So you can go to memorytovideo.com to get all your info. Do it. Yeah. So thank you for helping us out there. And, uh, yeah, I'm Matt O'Leary. He's Mitch Anderson. He Hi. made the trip all the way down from Canada this week. I did. I drove all the way down from Ottawa just today. This is a good drive. So you're officially a New Yorker now because I, I heard that you got stuck in traffic on the Cross Island. Yeah, they uh, they we shut down the Cross Island Expressway two lanes. Yeah, it was uh, it was fantastic. Right, so this is a little bit new for us. Usually, for those who don't know, I mean, if you listen to the podcast, you probably you hear our voices, you know which one of us is which. But we record over a computer screen, so I've only met Mitch really once in person last year. At this last time, last year, uh, but. 
you know, it's me on my little screen, him on his, and then we record, and he sends me the audio. It's a whole thing. So actually doing this live in person together might be a little bit better. We got to build off the chemistry That's right. and stuff like that. Yeah. So hopefully it goes well. It is a little new for us. We don't have robot voice uh, 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 yeah, happening all the time. Up with a bad internet connection. Thank God, good old Canada and your internet. Yeah. So we have healthcare, but internet isn't a thing. <laughs> So, yeah. So the reason we're doing this, we're raising money for America's Vet Dogs. If you know America's Vet Dogs, I gotta take this helmet off. I can't like concentrate. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna last another two minutes. Okay. If you don't know America's, if you don't know America's Vet Dogs, it is from those pucks and paws calendar that the Islanders put out just this past year, and they do a lot of charity work through there. There's the adorable pictures of the Islanders holding the puppy. So we thought, if we're gonna do this for charity, we might as well do it for some of you know, a charity that the Islanders work with. So as you can see out of the table over there, we do have so much some, lighter without that some nice raffles going. Yes, we have a ton of raffles going on. So we have five different raffles, I think. Can I count five or six? Uh, seven, I'm getting a seven. seven. Wow, I can't even count. That's crazy how bad I can count. Eight. Eight. See, none of us. See, you can't They're count just either. adding raffles now. They just keep popping up out of nowhere. Where do, where do these raffles come from? They're just like boop, boop, boop. So what, what kind of raffles we got going on there? First one, we have a lottery tree. So if someone wants to win a bunch of money on us, there you go. There you go. Uh, I, I brought a Canadian basket, so ketchup chips, um, Caesars, uh, Canadian beer, a hat, some uh, what coasters. coasters. Uh, Caesars, if you don't know, are just like Bloody Marys, but they're, they're tastier. They're spicy. So it's good. It's good stuff. Uh, we have uh, another alcohol one. There's a bunch of Coors Light. There's a bunch of other booze going on there. Um, so that's a good one to yeah, have. Yeah, and the Islanders tickets, which I'm sure everyone's probably going to want to go for. Oh, the Islanders game, tickets? Yeah, we got two Islanders oh, yeah. tickets for February 13th. Right. So. Against Nashville, if I'm not mistaken. Sure. We'll go with the Nashville. PK Subban right. show. Okay. So we're giving you free tickets to see PK Subban. You're, you're welcome. That seems worth it. As long as you, you know, do the raffle. And that's only a few. Oh, we got the puppy one. So if you got a new dog or expecting a new dog or know someone with a new dog, there's a basket there, a bunch of T-shirts as well. Hey, maybe you could bring that home for uh, Marshall. Did you, Marshall is too big for that. I, and he doesn't sleep on the bed. He sleeps on our king-size bed and right up against me. So I have my wife, who's like 5'2". Hi, Steph. Love you. Um, and she takes up a good portion of space. Not too much, but a good portion. You've got to be careful saying that. I can't believe well, you said that. Well, she does take up a good portion. She likes to get comfortable. She's entitled to. It's her bed, too. Okay. Um, and then we have the dog, who's smaller than both of us, and is just out there like this, and is right up against me. So I'm stuck on our king-size bed, just hoping, just hoping for a prayer that I don't fall off at night so my dog can sleep on the bed. So he won't use that bed over there, but maybe you have a dog that will. I don't. I don't have a dog, uh... Maybe next time. Maybe, maybe next one, time. Maybe next Christmas. Next Christmas. We're 0 for 21 so far, so <laughs> I'm just going to keep it going. Uh, <laughs> um, Mom and Dad, wink, wink. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, so we do have a lot of topics to get to. We're going to get through some of the games, which obviously that's going to be a little bit of a struggle to get through. We have a lot of games, yes. a lot of interactive activities, so you're not just going to sit there and rot, watch us. So I want to start off with the first game. Okay. First game is something I came up with in another podcast. So the, the, the whole idea here is that we're going to talk Islanders, but we want you guys, if you have something to say, just say it. Um, there's a mic here if you want to come up and talk, and if you don't, just, just yell. yell it out. That's fine. You don't, have to, you don't have to worry about getting in front of a mic. Um, so first one, I, it's all, obviously all these games are generally going to be Islanders related, except for the two. There's a Long Island game where I have to uh, pronounce Long Island names. That's going to be fun. And then there's one about, is this Canadian, where I came up with a bunch of things, and Matt's got to figure out if it's Canadian or not. Yeah, so this is going to be a tough one. It's going to be a tough one. 
Okay, so this first game is called Care Much. And I will... Uh, the idea here is, do you care about this thing or not? And it's obviously Islanders related. Uh, what I wanted to do originally was give each and every one of you a printout of a poop emoji for saying you don't care about it, and then a fire emoji for when you do. But I couldn't print out a billion copies, so I didn't do it. So instead, what we're going to do is, it's going to be a little bit better because... We're going to make noise, right? Yes. You're going to, if you don't like this or you don't care... Kind or of, boo. You know, you poop. Just make a poop noise. Or boo. Uh, or, or boo. Or I, boo. Pr I prefer the poop noise. It's a lot okay, funnier. Right, Everyone loves a fart noise. Okay. Uh, or, and if you like it, clap. And then we'll talk about that stuff. And here's the catch. Whoever's the loudest, you're taking home a prize. From yes. a nice hat from America's Vet Dogs, an adorable pad, and a t-shirt as well. So we want you to be loud and make noise. So I know a lot of people here are good at that. So the we'll idea see who's is the an ice, it's an icebreaker, everyone. It's to get everyone comfortable and familiar with each other. It's an <laughs> icebreaker. So what's the first question? First what's question. Care about? So care much. Do you care if Garth Snow is around till Belmont? A lot of booze. There's an overwhelming boo going on there. We got a lot um, of booze. Right. We, I was speaking with Tim earlier, our con contributor Tim. Hi, Tim. Uh, and he was saying he, he saw a few tweets out earlier that Garth has an ultimatum. Uh, maybe more on that a little bit later, but it seems that the owners are putting pressure on Garth Snow. So all those poop sounds, you might have what you want. But do you buy it, though? Or do you I'm, just think it's I'm another buying anything that's mill. related to Garth Snow leaving. Yeah, I'm I buying too, it hard. And even if it, it doesn't come out, I, I will, I'll, doesn't care. I don't care. He's been here for 12 years already. Yeah. So do we really expect something to change at this point? Like, I feel like he's going to leave on his own terms. That's the only way he's going to go. Yeah, Just probably. Just because, well, the new ownership, that might help with Ledecky and Malkin if they want to. Well, it hasn't yet. Like, he didn't make the playoffs last year, and it didn't help there. Right. But this year, I don't know. I haven't necessarily heard outside of today that they were putting any sort of pressure on Garth to make a move. It That's fair. It's quiet in Islanders land, although <laughs> we on the website quiet. have talked about trying to make a trade or do something so shum for some form of life, but okay. it hasn't happened yet. Uh, next one, then. On the trade topic. Oh, good one. On okay. the trade topic. Matthew Barzal replaces John Tavares because John Tavares is traded. I know Garcino said he's not trading him, but if we remember, Marc Bergevin for the Montreal Canadiens said just two years ago he wasn't trading P.K. Subban, and guess what happened two weeks later? He got traded. P.K. Subban was traded. Yeah. So, do we care or not if Matthew Barzal replaces John Tavares via trade? Yeah, see, we got another woo. It was ironic, but I like it. Um, so I clapped because I'm okay, clap? with, I'm okay with Matthew Barzell replacing John Tavares. I don't want him to. I don't want them to be traded. But Mitch. the idea of Matthew Barzell stepping into that first-line center role, I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. I'm not. I'd, I want both of them. Because we were talking earlier to the guys over here that, that Matthew Barzell reminds them of Pavel Burry, reminds them of one of those electric, dynamic players, those one-of-a-type players. Why not have that guy? And if we can get, like, everyone, like, a laundry list of players, okay. I, I, would, I would make my bed with it if that was the case. If Matthew Barzell was that top what is the? Center. Let me ask you this, then. What yeah. is the only part of the Islanders that is actually working right now? Matthew Barzell. No, the top six in general. Okay, so sure. So why yes. would you want any changes to that at all? Oh, I, again, I'm not advocating that they do this. I'm just saying, kind of should, should it happen... I will make my bed with it, but no, no one else here except for one of my friends over there at the, the raffle table. So I, I, I realize I'm in the minority here, but... You just, just like to disagree. Every single episode, I take a stand on something, and you have to go on the opposite side. That's what I think we're doing. Welcome again. to my wife's world. 
That's just your personality, I guess? Yeah, that's just how I roll. Okay, last one. Do you care or not if the Islanders sign Josh Bailey to a long-term deal? Woo! Yeah. Right, we got some claps that time. We got a lot of claps. It was, a little, it was like everyone took a pause and thought about it and said, hmm, long-term deal, Josh Bailey. Yeah, the last two years have been pretty good, but the eight before that? <laughs> not so good. So what would you do? I know you're, in your Twitter bio it actually says Josh Bailey fanboy. I'm so, a Bailey boy. So we got to hear from you. What's your take? Oh, I, I would give him the full eight. So the, the idea here is that it's term. We're not talking about money yet, right? So if, we, if he's getting like eight million, forget about it. That's not happening. If he's getting six, all right. That's fair for a guy that could net you 100 points a season. Why not? That's a, that's a fantastic deal, is it not? You're going to say no. See, now you're becoming I me. I, I am taking the opposite side. I'm not going to say so, that I'm not okay with signing him long term. It's okay. just that money. I, I don't know if that, reasonably... See, that's not the question, though. All right, so see? then, yeah, we can ah. extend them then. So, okay, I agree with you. Yes. You got me. That was easy. Yes. Fantastic. So who, who yelled the, the loudest? I don't know. I thought you were paying attention. I was, I was paying attention to my questions because I was reading them off. We got that, that guy? guy? All right. Come on up and go. Come on All up. Right. Get your prize. Come on up. That is Max. Thank you for coming out. You get to take home the puppy pad. Oh, and he caught it like a pancake catch. You get more. There's there's more where that came from. And And a t-shirt. Wait, wait, wait. Keep coming back. And a t-shirt, too. See? We like to give things away here. That's what you get for being loud. That's it. So when in doubt, just yell, and you'll probably get something in life. See, look. we, We got all warmed up. We broke the ice. Nice, isn't it? Yeah, there we go. Okay, so we're gonna we're gonna run the whole show kind of like what we do for our podcast, where we have three short topics. We we say short topics, but they're never they're short. never we really always, short. No, they're never short. Yeah, and then one long topic. And for one of the short topics, we're gonna bring up our, our, our man Tim, but we'll we'll do that in a second. First one, like we always do, let's talk about the last three games because that was a whole to? lot of fun. Do we have to? I mean, we could talk about Vegas. That was actually yes. somewhat exciting. We'll start there. Okay, so the Islanders' last three games, they won against Vegas two one. They lost against Florida 4-1. They lost against Toronto, Toronto 5-0. 5-0, right. Bad, 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 and kind of good. And then there was a four-day break between that. Yeah, with the... The all-star break. festivities. So that kind of... That, do you think that killed the momentum, or do you think it was just like the Islanders' typical one-step-forward, two-steps-back kind of deal? I want to say it killed the momentum. No. I really do. You're just but, a positive one on this show. Well, yeah. Well, I have to, right? No, we trade off the cynical, happy guy. I guess so, but... How many times have we seen this team seem like, okay, they're turning a quarter, they're playing a little bit better hockey, they beat an extremely tough opponent in the Vegas Golden Knights who are fantastic on their home ice. They actually allow less than four goals in a game. Wow. And then they follow that up with a terrible performance against Florida. I mean, they look completely lost. And then against Toronto the following night, they didn't get up for that game either. Back-to-back Dougie blowouts. I wouldn't call it Dougie Blowout. It's the second one. I'm going to put it to you guys. Dougie what, Blowout? Do you, was it a Dougie Blowout? The 5 nothing loss to the Toronto Maple Leafs? Friggin Dougie Blowout? I'm getting a lot of shakes. Well, thank you. I need a, a lot of answers. You've got to remember, no one's seeing you guys, right? Because then you'd have to sign waivers, and I don't want to get, get you guys to do that. So you've got you to be loud and say, yeah, or yeah. no. There we go. Yeah. So there they do go. think it was a Dougie Blowout. All right, it I was, stand corrected. It was. All right, majority rules, fine, whatever. <laughs> Um, I, I still don't think so. They, they were, they're terrible. Don't get me wrong. They're absolutely terrible. And it, it's ridiculous when you think about it because the Golden Knights throughout the season have been playing this 
tight, conservative, keep the shots to the outside type of game, right? That's what they've been doing all season long, and it's been working. The, the Islanders managed to beat them at that game. And guess what the Florida Panthers and the Toronto Maple Leafs did? The same darn thing. They kept the shots to the outside. They kept a tight, conservative game. And they destroyed the Islanders. Destroyed them. Like, they just, like, wiped the floor with them. Right, so wouldn't that quantify as a Dougie blowout? <sighs> All those elements. The yeah, lack of I, I know. I just, they're giving up more than four goals. I think for me, a Dougie blowout is seven more because they give up four goals on a given night. So you got to... You gotta give up seven. Seven, six to seven that's goals. High. Dougie blowout. I don't know. Would you say that's high or low expectations? Of of a Dougie, a Dougie blowout. That's high, I guess. It's high, but in the long run, it's low because seven goals is pretty bad. No? Seven goals is super bad. It's like the movie Super Bad. There's nothing good about it. That's a poor take too. What? Oh, there's one good part in that movie, and that's it. And it's when he looks in the guy's eyes and hears the Beatles playing. That's it. That's the movie for me. Poor take. Oh. All right, okay. Let's get back to the so, Florida and Toronto. Yeah. The last two games, the most recent ones after the All Star break. Yeah. What happened? Why was it? Why were they outscored nine to one? In Just like games? I said, if you look at the games, so if you look at it, they couldn't. They being the Islanders couldn't create anything down the middle. So if I if I have the board here, you have the, the Islanders shooting from the outside and all the play happening from the outside. Nothing's happening here. And if you look at anything hockey-related in, in terms of the danger areas for scoring a goal, if this is the goal, there's a baseball plate, right? Right there? That's the high danger area. Nothing was happening there. Everything was happening over here, which is low danger area, and thus they couldn't generate any offense. That's what happened. Fair enough. And then the defense kind of no-showed. Well, the defense hasn't been shown all year, so like, that's, like, what's been happening outside of the offensive zone? I'm just going to so do this. So we're not even talking like about that. We're just I, talking I about like in the offensive this. zone. Well, what I'm saying is that... Zone. The defensive, the defensive issues have been happening since day one, right? So, like, what's happening now is that now there's an offensive issue on top of that. So, remember how we were saying a couple of weeks ago where we wished that the Islanders' forwards and defense would be good at the same time? Yeah, it's bizarro land yeah, where the Islanders' forwards the and defense. Time. Yeah, exactly. And the goalies have been good. The goalies have been good. Everyone's going to say, like, wow, well, they lent a lot of goals. They did. But if you look at those goals, there's very few that are on the goalie. It's a lot of team breakdowns and a lot of just bad takes. Well, did you see the tweet that Brian Compton put out after their last game? I did not. In the last, in, so in Thomas Grice's last two starts, he yep. has 106 shots against. Yes. That's insane. Mm hmm. 106. So 56 and then 50. That's right. Last night. Yeah. It's, it's bad. So, how do you expect your goalie to stop that many pucks? It's still like a 915 save percentage, which is about his career average. So he's, which is good in this, in, in this, this year. 915 save percentage is good. Right, that's an improvement too, because what's, what's it on the season? Like 883? Yeah. Something do, like that? How do we feel about the goaltending situation right now? We've got a lot of A's or yays or boos. Everyone okay or warm? No? Oh, wow. We got a lot of lukewarm and boos. Wow. I, I got a big boo over there. <laughs> that's true. That's true. Good point. Yeah, they leak. They leak like a faucet, and it's not getting, it's not getting any better. No. So what do you do, goaltending wise? Nothing. What do you do? You can't. Who are you going to get? Halak's gone next year, right? And then Grice is still here for two more years. You're going to trade him out? For what? Um, it's a poop emoji. Poop emoji. Look at that. That's what's happening right now in the goaltending situation. And, like, the goaltenders are good, but you can't do anything about it. So you've got to hope that they get even better and the defense starts playing even better in front of them. Right. You have to hope the defense because the goaltenders are doing what they're supposed to do. They're stopping as many pucks as they can, but the defense needs to allow them to... I don't know what. We were, we were talking about this earlier. I, was, it, was it with you, Chris? I think it was 
Um, so Doug Wade, at the beginning of the year, put forward this strategy where he wanted the goaltender to see the puck, let the puck get through, and don't block the shot because you'll deflect right. it in the net. That's not working. Apparently not. They're getting like 40, 50 shots on net every game. Every game. They can't keep, they can't keep happening. Like you, can't, you can't keep doing that. So what do you do? You go back to what he did last year that worked when they were 24, 12, and 4. Right, and it'd probably help if you had Calvin DeHaan healthy or Johnny Boychuk healthy. Sure, yeah, definitely. I, I think Boychuk being healthy. Sorry, I keep playing with my phone, not because I'm getting text messages. Just I have my running order on there, and it keeps shutting off. Um, I think Boychuk coming back is going to be big. I like DeHaan. I just don't think that that's world-changing. You can, you can replace DeHaan. That is replaceable. Boychuk, sure. what Boychuk brings, especially this season, has not been replaceable and isn't replaceable without a significant trade. That's fair. So I think you should defend your boy Nicoletti, too, a little bit, because he's been taking some heat, especially because it's plus-minus that. Oh, my God. Are we going to talk about plus-minus? Seriously? It's not on the running order. I want you to defend it. It's it's a garbage statistic. It's so bad. So plus-minus. Who who likes plus-minus here? Who relies on plus-minus to tell if someone's good or not? Yeah, a lot of booze, because plus-minus is the poop. Poop emoji. emoji. The personification. I guess it's not a personification, but you get what I'm trying to say. Um, plus minus doesn't say anything. I could step on the ice and a goal is scored and I get a minus. I didn't do anything. There's nothing related to me whatsoever. Right. And like Nick Letty plays 30 minutes a night. He's going to be out there, especially in a team that is defensively irresponsible like the Islanders. He's paired with Scott Mayfield right now. Exactly. And it's not only just Scott Mayfield. I'm not going to throw him under the bus. It's a collective thing. It's a strategy. It's a system play. And so he's going to fall victim for it because he's on the ice more frequently. So that's what's happening. It's, he's not bad defensively. We've seen him be good defensively. I think something's going on with him. There might be an issue we were, again, talking about earlier, where there might be something he's just kind of tired emotionally. Just, there's too much going on. He's do, having to do too much. Right. Uh, and it's just it's not working out for him. Maybe that's it. So they need someone in there, like a Johnny Boychuk, to kind of relieve that pressure. Right, so you have a little more of a balance. Correct mundo, my friend. All right, do you have anything else you want to go over with the last three games? I... I really don't want to dwell we on it had, We had a little thing that we wanted to do about the last three games. Things that I'd rather do. Than watch the Islanders? Yeah, so currently, in, in the Islanders' current iteration over the last two games, they are poop, little garbage, little dog poop. Um, what would you rather do than watch the Islanders right now? I have a list of three. Did you prepare a list of three? No. I didn't. See, you were going to throw me under the bus for the number I thing. I didn't, no. Wait, that's all right. Can you, you start? You got, maybe I'll Look at all these beautiful you. baskets you did. Right? Like, you, you need to I, take a bow for that. I did nothing with that. I came that here with... It was all Ellen. Oh, it was all Ellen? Yeah. Okay, well, we back under the, the bus credit. for you, my friend. It is. I'll just put myself there. Thank you, Ellen. Thank you. Okay, my three. I have one is, things I'd rather do than watch the Islanders right now. Listen to Garth rationalize not making a move. Oh, well, you see, if we play out the season, we, I, that's a, I, keep in mind, that is my accent You only have everyone. one accent for everyone. My accent is the same for everyone. Um, my second one is be a third wheel in a John Tanelli butch Goring hangout. You wouldn't like that? Did you, did you listen to that interview the other day? I mean, oh, it wasn't great, but I feel like that's still entertaining. It was so, it was fine, it's fine. Like, reliving Islanders' memories is fine. It's just kind of like, it's not good TV. It's not no. good TV. Um, last one is explain to Tavares why he should stay. No, that's a tough sell. That I don't want to do that. I'd rather, I'd rather, or sorry, I'd rather do that than watch Islanders because that, it's hard, it's not going to be fun, but it's better than watching the Islanders. I had one. It was Although also I'm t- going to the game tomorrow night, so. True. I did, I had one, okay. and it was kind of with Tavares, so that's funny that you brought that one up last. I would rather try and get a worthwhile quote out of John Tavares. 
than watch the team I don't, right now. I don't think we played well. Uh, wait, no, I got to take my glasses off. Uh, if I had a hat, a backwards hat, uh, we didn't we didn't really play really well. Um, no, we just didn't. You know, we weren't first I mean, for the puck. Because we know the guy's a robot. And, uh, He's not going to give you any answers. We just uh, we just got to play better. You know, just got to play better. That's End it. scene. That was good. You should be an actor if this whole podcasting thing doesn't work out. It's not going to be good. Not going to be good. Okay. Do we want to move on to yeah, another let's game? Mo- let's move on. Oh, to another game? Yes. Ooh. So we finished talking about okay. the last three games. Okay, cool. Let's you have it. the running order in front of you. I, all right. Now I'm going to throw you under the bus. Again. I'll take it. Okay. So um, the next game is, is this Canadian? So I want you guys to help Matt. I, I need got help. three things. I'm going to need a lot of help. To fi- and he's got to figure out which one is Canadian. Although I'm going to throw you for a loop on the very first one. Okay, let's hear um, it. Because there are two that are Canadian. So you've got to figure out which one which is one not isn't? Canadian. Okay. Okay, kind of loop first one. Okay, sure. so uh, is this Canadian or is, is this not Canadian Pick for the first one? Pick out which one isn't, okay. Yeah. Ketchup chips, okay. self-explanatory, ketchup-flavored chips. Okay. Maple-flavored pogos, which are regular pogos, but they're just dipped in maple syrup. And beaver tails which is a flat pastry that's deep fried. Which right, one is audience, not Canadian? What do we think? Which one is not? No, ketchup chip. No, they definitely are. I got a surprise for you guys. Oh, my God. Uh, I'm going to... I'm going to go maple. Bing, bing, it's the maple. Woo! For all you... One for one. So there, there are actually ketchup chips on the table over there. That's why I knew it wasn't that one. I had a 50-50 shot. And, and beaver tails are real. They're just, it's a flat pastry that we deep fry. Okay. And we put sugar and lemon on it. And then you eat that, and it's fantastic. It's right. absolutely delish. Cool. Good day, boys. He's Canadian, Kay. if you didn't understand. Oh, yeah. I, that's the whole bit. I'm Canadian. Okay, so what's, a, what's next up? Okay, next one. This one is, you have to figure out which one is Canadian. So I have to figure out which one is. Okay, fair I, enough. I, I guess you can have this there, because you don't know. So first one, a Nanaimo bar. Uh, it's a wafer crumb custard melted chocolate goodie. Okay. Um, the next one is a Gatineau cake, which is a pound cake with gravy. You're supposed to dip it in the gravy and eat it. All right. And then the last one is a Bob Cajun ball, which is a Timbit. I don't know if anyone knows what a Timbit is. I know you have Tim Hortons in the States, but it may not be at this far out. A Timbit is just a donut hole. Uh, and it's rolled in... Yeah. So it's a Timbit right. rolled in coconut, which is then dipped in chocolate and then rolled in crushed almonds. Which one is Canadian? The Nanaimo bar, a Gatineau cake, or a Bob Cajun ball? I'm going to go with a, the Cajun ball. Incorrect. Oh, come on, Max. What was it? It's a Nanaimo bar. What? A Nanaimo bar. I, I made the other two up. You made them up? I made them up. That's not fair. Well, I'm trying, well that's the whole point of the game. All right. I'm not going to go pick something that isn't that is Canadian because then okay. it's not. So you got to figure out which one which is. Which one is? Yeah. Right. Fair so enough. here, this this is the last one. You have to figure out which one is Canadian. Which one is actually a Canadian thing? Okay. You have a, an Inukshuk, which is a statue, and it's supposed to show the right way. So it's a statue of rocks, and it shows the right way. Okay. Um, and right way is in like navigationally, right? Like so. A compass. Yeah, in a way, it, sure. it's not actually doing any any work. It just stands there, and it does. And, that, and when you see it in the woods, you go, that's, oh, that's the right way. That's definitely not that way. It's like a trail way. marker. Um, beaver logs. So they are logs that we put in our fire, and we, just, we reuse um, trees that were cut down by beavers. So you're trying to tell me that beavers have their own type of logs. Okay. Yeah. All right, what's the next and one? And the next one is a moose saddle. Saddle is used for moose. <laughs> B 
These seem all pretty ridiculous. They're all very ridiculous. We're so Canadian, I have to find out the real one? Our money is a loony in a toonie. That's our money. That's okay. a dollar and a two dollar bill. Not bill, coins. So figure so out which one is real. a Canadian thing. An Inukshuk, a beaver log, or a moose saddle. I'm going the first one. Crowd? Do we have a yes. verdict? Yes. No, the log is definitely fake. The log is totally fake. It's the Inukshuk. So I was right. All right, two yeah. for three. That's you got good. it. You got it. That's all. I, that's all I had. So good job on the two for three being Canadian. So expect your passport in the mail and some Canadian Tire money to come along with it. All right, awesome. Uh, Canadian go. Tire money is only good at Canadian Tire, by the way. So Fair enough. I'm about it. <laughs> all right, what's, so what are we moving on to next? The Nassau move. We're going to move to the Nassau move. Move to the Nassau move. All right, good transition. So how, how are we feeling about the Nassau move? Are we happy? Mm. Yeah, everyone's down, obviously. You? So how do you feel about it? I am still 50-50 because I'm waiting for details. And, and right. by details, I mean the financial details. Because if we remember, the deal for, Bell, uh, for Barclays was they're getting $50 million a year to play there. Okay. And Belmont, I keep saying Belmont, but Barclays takes over all of the, um, the, the, the business side of the right. Islanders. And so the Islanders get $50 million for that. Under this new deal where they go to, um, to Nassau and Barclays, how much, how much money are they keeping? Are they still keeping the $50 million? Is it 30 mm. Is it 20 I want to know because that's important for the bottom line when we're trying to re-sign John Tavares and Josh Bailey and so on and so forth. How much money are we bringing in every year? Hmm? Okay. Fair point. See? I wasn't thinking of it like I'm that. I'm down with Nassau as a concept and as a, a throwback. I get it and I like it. I don't like. I don't know the finances. I want to know what's going on financially because that's going to have a greater impact on the team. Okay. See, I was thinking of this all from nostalgia, okay, reasoning, and I was like, all "Oh, right. great! We could go back to tailgating in the parking lot." You know, can you minute. tailgate in the parking lot at Nassau? Yeah, absolutely. I thought that they had Is like they, they put time limits though. No, because when uh, when they had the no. game with Philadelphia, weren't there? You couldn't show up. You can only show up like two hours before the game. I definitely showed up a lot earlier than two hours. Okay, so they weren't enforcing it then? No. That's good. For the playoff game against the Penguins, so 2013, yeah. it was a matinee game, game right. three, correct? So like one o'clock, let's say. I've, honestly, I think I got there at eight. I don't think I had to pay for parking. Wow. Early, so. And isn't parking more expensive now? It's like $25? Yeah, it used to be like 10 bucks. <laughs> wow. So I, I think it's a good move. To come back there, because I think you're going to get the fans excited about moving to Belmont the two or three years prior. Yeah. The thing that I'm more concerned with is how are they breaking it up? Because it's, what, 12 games next year and then 21 the following two? Uh, I, I think it's something like that. Yeah, it's a total of 60 games between those two seasons. Okay. And so they have the option of playing all of their games at the Nassau Coliseum. How are we feeling the, about that? All games at the Nassau all Coliseum. All Coliseum, yeah. No more. Yeah. No, no more just love. It's just love everywhere. I love it. Because think about it. Do you, would you rather yeah. take a train yeah. for 30 minutes? Right. Have to wait at Jamaica. Oh, wait. Are, we, are we talking about me, the Canadian, no. or me, the Long Islander? Me, the Long Islander. Who's okay. stuck on the cross island in traffic. You're now a Long Islander. So then, no. I, I understand no. already where you're going. You'd rather I, drive the 10 minutes to the parking lot. Yeah. And hang out. beforehand. Hang out with your friends. Go in to an electric crowd. Yeah. A packed building. Because think about it. How dead has the Barclays Center been? Besides the playoff game, it's been Quite completely dead. dead. Quite dead. Last in the league in attendance. Now, granted, the Coliseum holds a lot less people, 
but you're going to get more diehards in there, and they're going to be making more noise. And yeah. like Anders Lee said on Boomer and Geo a couple weeks ago, he said that they would win games by just the crowd noise itself. What is that, like the sixth man or the, the fifth line that they call it in Columbus? Sure, the fifth line. I like that. Yeah. Well, you can. Columbus already has it. You've got to come up with your own. So get, right, get to work. All right, I'll start thinking about it, and I'll come back to you in the next okay, segment. Okay, we'll come back to that. Uh, yes, an extra skater. Perfect. They pulled the goalie, and they put the, the, the crowd in. Could you see just everyone standing in front of the net? I mean, that would work. I it mean, would that's work. Probably it would literally work. Someone Price. would get hurt. Someone would get hurt. Waivers. Oh. Everyone's going to have to sign a waiver. So we're good with the move to Nassau then? Like, I, it just seems like it's an easy thing. Like, yeah, okay, no-brainer, done. Yeah, I think everyone kind of saw this coming because Barclays Center wasn't working out. Nobody yeah. liked going there. Fair enough. The ice was terrible. They were complaining about the ice. Oh, the that, that's what it was. They made sure to talk about the ice. So the governor made sure to talk about the ice. Same thing with Ledeck. They, they made sure to say, like, they're going to make upgrades to have the ice better, to bring the standards of the ice up. They made sure to say that. I thought that was so interesting because that's, that's a big worry across the league, right? It's not just Barclays that had, doesn't have good ice. Like Carolina had to abandon a game because their ice was so bad. Right? Like, they didn't play a game. They're like, no, we can't play. The ice is too bad. At least they never got to that point. That didn't happen in, in Long Island. That didn't happen in Brooklyn. It happened in Carolina. It's warmer in Carolina, I understand, but still. That happened. Everyone's like, ah, whatever. It's Carolina. Give them. If that happened here, could you imagine the headlines around the league? Oh, my God. The Islanders had to forfeit a game because the ice wasn't good enough. Wow, Islanders again. Oh, my God. Like, we would never hear the end of it. That's a fair point. But I we like already don't hear the end of it because the ice wasn't okay because Kyle Posa said one thing once. We don't hear the end of it now. True. They're just driving home that narrative. That's how tired I am of it. You're obviously break the pen. I'm, I'm not strong enough to do that. That's all right, man. Okay, moving on. Uh, we have another game. This one is for me. Oh, yeah. This is going to be a good one. All right. I'm going to show the crowd because so, Mitch, obviously, from Ottawa, not familiar with Long Island. So when Give anyone me some comes, French names, and I'm going to pronounce the heck out of those. Yeah, unfortunately, there's no French names here on oh, Long Island. Geez. So I'm going to hold up a sign to the crowd with a town name from Long Island. I don't want you to help. I just want you to know what town we're actually talking about, and then we're going to get tr- Mitch to try and s- pronounce it. All right? So ready? First one. Can we see? You should have done, like, 72 font. All right. All right, holding it up. All right. Which town is this? Copiag? Close. Cop- Cop- Almost. Copag? Copeg. Copeg? Yes. Oof, I never would have got that. There's yeah. an I in there. All right. We're, oh, this wow. Is a, this that is a one tough one, too. Harder. All right, ready? Why are there so many Gs in your stuff? Okay. Hold it up for the camera to see. Mitch, what do you think? Hopug? You got it. Yes! One for two, all right. Okay. Oh, what? Okay. That's not even... That's, why are you guys making up your town names like this? Why would you do that? Mitch, what do you think this town is? Quok? Quog? Quag. 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 That's Quag? That's Quag. All right, if you say so. I thought you were ended up in Montreal. No. I watch a lot of Friends. Okay. All right, you should get this one. I'm confident. Morishes? <sighs> Morishes. Morishes? That's Marichis. a uh, okay. That's a hard ch. Yeah. Morishes. Like center Morishes. Like sandwich. All oh, right, sandwiches. Sam French. That's a hard ch. Okay. Okay. Oh, and last one. This is a tough one. 
All right, ready? Which town is this? That is Wontaw. Oh, nailed it! Yes! What'd you get? Three? So am I sworn in as, in as a Long Islander now? I mean... Do I have, like, kiss a cod like they do in the... In, in the, the me- yeah, oh, we'll, my we'll God. take you out. We'll get you a bacon, egg, and cheese. You'll get some... The is that what everyone eats? Bacon, eggs, and cheese? Is that bagels. a thing? Bagels. Yeah, pretty much. Oh, okay. And, and pizza? pizza. Oh. And pizza. Right. Well, I like pizza. There you go. Have you ever had New York pizza? I've had New York pizza, yes. I don't eat it with a fork and knife. Okay, good. You fold it. I, I, I don't fold it. I just shove you it got, in my mouth no. and eat it. You fold it in the center. You gotta let all the, the New York flop go, the, the grease. You make it sound disgusting. No, it's not. It's fantastic. At home, like, we, we don't have that, that type of pizza at home, so I do eat it with a fork and knife at home. So I, I do it. I don't eat it with a fork and knife when I come here. So, see? Because people would make fun of you. They'd be like, people would make fun of me. Yeah, the they would kick me out pizza. of the building. It'd be insane. All right, so not bad. You got, uh, Thank you. What is that, 50%? No, I no, got two got for five. Two for five. Uh, so that's a 400 batting average in baseball. Yay. That's pretty good. All right, now we're going to move on. We're going to get into a little bit debate topic. We're going to bring up our man, Tim, one of our writers. He just joined us in December, but you probably read his stuff already. So we might have to. This is your spot. So if you could somehow finagle your way in here, I'd be extremely impressed. You got it? It's very, very tight constraints here that we're working with on Eyes on Isles here. So everyone's good? We got... Make sure that we have... You got food, eh, guys? We have sandwiches. We have all kinds of stuff. Bars here. Make sure to tip your people. Just, yeah, army crawl, definitely. Just all along the floor here um, so we don't see you. No, that's fine. You, you can walk by and say a quick hello on the camera if you want. You're live on the internet. So everyone can see you. And if you called in sick for work today, they'll know that you're not sick. So maybe then army crawl. All right. So do you want to introduce this topic? Because you're kind of going to be the moderator in this. I feel oh, I'm like. the moderator? Okay. So the reason we brought Tim up is because he wrote something this week about Johnny Boychuk. Everyone loves Johnny Boychuk. So they're not going to like you a little bit, Tim. So what Tim said is that the Islanders should buy out Johnny Boychuk to make room for stuff. Actually, I'll let you explain. But it's buying out Johnny Boychuk. And the idea is that he's, yay, buying out Johnny Boychuk, and Matt is, nay, buying out jo- Johnny Boychuk. How, how is the crowd feeling on buying out Johnny Boychuk? Yay, nay. You got some yays. Wow, okay, general boo, but a few yays. That's All right, pretty let's good. see if you could convince the crowd. All right. It's, it's outside of the box. I understand that. Um, if the Islanders desperately need a top-four defenseman, after this season... Uh, they have to bring back Tavares. They have to bring back Bailey. Next season, they have to bring back Eberle and Lee. So uh, granted, the, the salary cap's going to go up a little bit. There's going to be money coming in, whether it's from the Barclays Center, whether it's from the NHL as a subsidiary. You're going to have to create cap space somehow. Okay. Uh, oh, so Johnny Boychuk, he's on, uh, the, on the, end, the, the tail end of his prime. Um, to spend $6 million a year on a 34-year-old guy who's not really a top two anymore, that money could be better spent elsewhere. So your, your argument is that they should buy out Johnny Boychuk because he's on the decline, and we're seeing he's injured as well, so he's getting you know, longer in the tooth, um, and they need room to sign people not only this season but the season following. That Correct. is your opening statement. Correct. That's my Perfect. opening statement. Okay. Matthew O'Leary, make your opening statement. Why do you think they should not buy out Johnny Boychuk? Because in 
2021 and 2022, Johnny Boychuk is still going to have a cap hit of $6 million, again, against the cap, and he's not going to even be on the team. So I'm not in the business of paying guys $6 million, eating up so much cap space, and he's not going to even be on the roster. I see your point. Okay. I, agree, I agree with your point. Okay, so, right. so your, your opening statement is that... I don't like paying people a lot of money not to play. Fair enough. You don't want to buy out people. You have Rick DiPietro's scared syndrome. Right. Well, Alexi Ashton scared syndrome. In his article, there's a repeating pattern here. There is, but in his article, he claimed that in 2018, 2019, he's only uh, 750,000 against the cap, yep. and then it gets bumped up to 1.25 million. Yep. Which obviously that's a lesser number than six, yep. and that gives you some room okay. to manipulate and get some other contracts in here. So we're doing some math. But then. It comes back to bite you the next couple of years. You've got to pay him $6 million. Okay, so rebuttal. Matt is saying that it's not good to pay someone not to play because you have to spread it out, and you're still paying someone even though he's not there. What say you, Tim? Okay. The window of opportunity for this team to win is Boom. a small window. It is very um, small. Granted, there's talent coming up, yes. but there's going to be more money in the salary cap once you hit those $6 million a year years. Yeah. So let's say you do $1.25 million a year. For the first three years of the buyout, yeah. Uh, so it's nineteen, twenty, and twenty-one. Okay. Uh, after yes. this, yes, nineteen, twenty, twenty-one. Those three years, you're going to have Tavares in his prime. You're yep. going to have Bailey, who's going to be still in his still prime. In his it took prime. him nine years to get there, but <laughs> um, fair enough. So does it mean it <laughs> oh, starts sorry. a little bit later? Yes, exactly. You're going to have Anders, uh, Anders Lee. Again, the whole crop of prospects coming up. You're going to have a base there. I, <laughs> You're not going to be spending a lot of money on these guys. They're young. They're controllable contracts. Go. I've gone okay. too far okay. already. Go ahead. So young, controllable <laughs> so contracts. Closing arguments. Closing right. arguments. And then I, I, will, I will weigh my verdict. My question to you is, does buying out Boychuk actually make the Islanders' defense better in the next year or so? Because think about it. Who's their replacement? Sebastian Ajo or Devontae's? They're both going to be probably considered rookies next year. And I would still take a 34 or even 35-year-old Johnny Boychuk at his level than a rookie who's going to take some time to learn the game and to develop. Look how long it's taken Ryan Pulak to develop. So if they're on that same track, it's going to take a couple of years before they're even at that Johnny Boychuk level. Okay, so your closing argument is that you can't replace Johnny Boychuk right now. It's not replaceable. What say you crowd on his closing arguments? You're pro or against his closing argument? Yeah. All right, claps. Okay. Tim, your closing argument is my friend. Uh, my only closing argument, and I just had it in my head, and I swear it just slipped, That's fine. slipped right out. But, That's what happens live. Um, $6 million a year for a mentor who's not really a top four guy anymore. Granted, this year, uh, when he comes back healthy, maybe next year he'll still be that guy. $6 million a year till 2022 for a guy who's going to be pushing 40. He's not tradable. No, he's not tradable. But well, still, you don't get to do uh, anything no here. It's a closing argument. No, no, no. This is... Unbelievable. Oh I can't even the respond. Protocol. Okay, no, the protocol. Good. Oh, banter's good. <laughs> I'm just being a Dirk. Dirk? Jerk. No, I was just going to say that I, I understand he's getting up there in age, and yeah, probably three years from now, that contract's not going to be looking too good. But I don't think the Islanders really have a replacement ready for him for next year. Well, no. A replacement ready to jump into that spot next to Letty? No. You're probably right. But with the money you're going to save on him, next year when you have – uh, Eric, um, uh, Eric Larson, you have uh, OEL, uh, Ekman Larson. Ekman Larson, right. Uh, you have both these guys. I'm sorry, Eric Carlson. Uh, you have both these guys coming into free agency after next season. 
you're only paying Wojciech one two one point two five for the first two years. You would have those guys on board. That's a nice subsidiary. Well, okay, so, so what are you going to do for the other two years that one? Uh, I, I have a six. suggestion. <clears throat> okay, if I if I do so. So what I am proposing is that Johnny Boychuk retires a la Marian Hosa in two seasons. Because if you look at the numbers, Johnny Boychuk's base salary goes from $6 million to $1.25 million. So is a 36-year-old going to say, I could play for $6 million or I could play for $1.25 million? Mm, I don't know. Marian Hosa didn't want to do it. I don't think Johnny Boychuk's going to want to do it. So I think you guys both win because in the... Short term, we retain Johnny Boychuk's skill until he's no longer usable anymore in a top four role. And we get to clear his cap space within the time to bring the youth up and clear that $6 million. So I think I win. <laughs> what does everyone say to me winning? Let's hear from Mitch. Yeah, I think Mitch wins. That was an unemphatic win. Do you have anything else to add, you, you gentlemen? Oh, on, on I don't think so. I knew it no. was a tough take to begin yeah. with. I liked it. I liked it. I like the cap business. maneuvering, the Stan Bowman cap maneuvering that you're trying to do. I try. NHL 18. That's, that was my, that's my <laughs> ticket. Anytime you're using NHL 18 to try and make a move, that's how you know you're really trying. You're probably doing more work than Garth Snow, if we're being oh. honest. I think on Low a Tuesday blow. morning, I do more work than Garth Snow. <laughs> there you Very go. Very true. Well, Tim... Thanks for coming up, buddy. Thank you for having me. All right. Woo! Say yay to Tim. Everyone, thank Tim for coming up. Yeah, that's a good idea. Okay. Well, that's fine. So while Tim is walking back, do we have an update on the raffles? Or they're just they're talking. They don't hear me. They're, they're giving you a hand to the raffles. face. Raffles. Raffles. Hey. Hey, you're awake. Update on the raffles. Yeah. yeah. Do we have an update on the raffles? Were you, were you John Cena-ing her over there? Yeah? Okay, like how about it. we do one more segment and then you give us an update on the raffles? Deal? Okay. All right, start counting. I actually, Thank you. I, we want to play a game first. Oh, we're going to play a game? So this is for uh, an Eyes on Isles t-shirt. It's a very lucrative prize, very lucrative. Um, so the game here is, has anyone, does anyone know the roster game? No, that's fine. So the idea of the roster game is that I've, I've got three rosters on my computer there, but you get to pick a New York Islanders roster, and you and another person play. So two people, we need two people for this. And you name a player on that team. And until you get, a, the first person to get one wrong, loses. Anyone down? Who wants Anyone to play? play? So the idea of the game two is volunteers. that. So you get the 1972 New York Islanders roster. Name a player on that, on that team. And the first person to get one wrong, loses. Perfect. You, you want to play? play? You're playing. Come on up. You, you can take your pick. Yay! Come on. All right, we need one more. We need two. Who else is up? Chris? Yeah, come on. It's for fun. I, I would fail at this. It's fine. It's, it's for fun. Yeah, come on up. Okay, wait. So we'll just get the one. We'll just get him to go up. And if the first one, we'll just give him a t-shirt anyways. All right, how about that? Enough. He's playing alone. Let's see how okay. long he can go. So what, you're, what, do, what are the options? You, you can take your pick. You can take the 1979-1980 New York Islanders roster. I'll take that. Okay. Takes the first one. I love it. All right. So the first Stanley Cup winning roster. I just got to get my roster list up because I don't remember. Do we have a raffle update? 79-80. All right. Oh. What? Okay. 
a brother's rivalry. All right. We're going to get a hockey brawl here. Yeah. He was a Rangers. He is a Rangers fan. I can't believe you just said that in the microphone. It's, wow. Okay, guys. So who wants to go first? Who's the oldest of the two? I'm old. So you get your first pick. You, you have to name a player that was on the New York Islanders between 19, in this 1979-1980 season. First one to get one wrong loses. Go. You take whoever you want. Which scoring? Correct. Jean Potvin. Correct. Dennis Potvin. Correct. Chico Resch. Goalies. Yes. Glenn. Yes. Billy Smith. Smith, so right. far, so good. You know this? <laughs> of course. Bobby Nystrom. Correct. Mike Bossy. Correct. So far, so good. All right. Brian Trottier. Did we say? Obviously, yeah. No. Yep. Not yet. Uh, okay. Um, John Tonelli. Correct. We're getting there. We're getting, we're getting down the roster now. Gordy Lane. Gordy Lane. Yes. Ooh, okay, good one. Yes. Kenny Morrow. Wrong. He was on the 80 Olympic team. Yes, yes he was. Oh, I'm thinking you meant 70. I thought you meant the year the Rangers beat him. Yeah. Oh. oh this All is right. easy then. Billy Carroll. Scroll back up. Did I spell it wrong? You might have. I don't see it. Go higher. I don't see You it. have lost. Oh, I'm sorry, George. To a Ranger oh. fan. Oh. All right, well, you get a prize. You get yourself an Eyes on Isles t shirt. Oh. Give a round of applause. Thanks for coming up. So, do we have a raffle update? $195 for America's Vet Dogs so far. So we're doing pretty good. Uh, If you are watching live on Facebook, we have a GoFundMe set up. So if you go to the Eyes on Isles Facebook page, which you're probably already on if you're watching this live, there's a GoFundMe set up. So you can donate there. Or you could just obviously write America's Vet Dogs a check or give them cash, wherever that works. So uh, this is what we're doing it for. It's all for uh, America's Vet Dogs. What's, uh, what's next my microphone. on the uh, So last parade. topic is our long topic. We're going to talk about some UFAs and RFAs. And what we're going to do is we're going to propose what we think these UFA or RFAs should get, uh, and then you get to say if that's good or bad. You get to poo-poo us or not. So first one, John Tavares. What does John Tavares get as a UFA, say you, Matt O'Leary? So I'm Garth Snow. I get to decide right. what I'm giving you, him. You get, to deci- you get to both be Garth Snow and John Tavares, or whatever the player, because you not only get to offer him that, and he also agrees. Okay. What do you give him? Uh, eight years, 12 million. Ooh. See, I went eight, 11.5. What's the you crowd? 12 or 11.5 or eight for John Tavares? A year. A year. 
Higher than 12. Higher than 12, more than Connor McDavid. Average 12.5, okay. That's a hot take. I'm not so sure, but I, I, I can't necessarily disagree because of how much it means to the franchise. And I think that's why it goes up. Les Canadiens, yes, they will. Les habitants de, de Montréal. Ah, I get to speak some French. It's beautiful. Um, yeah, I don't disagree with that. I think they're going to drive up the price, uh, but it's also the idea of how much he means to this team. So the team is going to give him a blank check. Whatever he wants, he's going to get. So you think an 11-5? I think 11-5, but I can see a case where it goes up. I can see a case where it excels beyond I, Connor McDavid. It's not to say that he's a better player than Connor McDavid and he can score more than Connor McDavid. I think it's the combined generational type player and what he means to this specific franchise that's going to drive that. going up to. Yeah, well, exactly. So he's playing his cards well, I think. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, next, Josh Bailey. All what right. do you got for Josh Bailey? Um, Term and money. We'll do... Five years and seven million. Whoa, whoa. That is more than I wanted to give. I said six at five and a half. Really? I don't think he would sign for that. I think he'd sign for that. I think after these last two years, he's going to try and bump up. Oh, his uh, yeah, sure. It, it, listen, if he's, he's going to do the whole Wade Redden thing. If the team gives him seven, he's going to sign it right away and do like the whole IKEA commercial and start the car. Right? You guys, did you guys see that IKEA commercial? Is that a yes. Canadian thing? Yes. Okay, no one, no one really laughed. Um, <laughs> I feel pathetic. Um, but, but five and a half, I think, is right in, in his wheelhouse of what he should be earning based off of not only what he's produced in the last two years, but what he's produced beforehand. And we're only giving him six because, well, let's face it, Josh Bailey isn't young. No. Right? So we're not going to go and invest eight million. He's not an, or sorry, eight million, eight years. He's not an eight-year player. You don't give him full. No, I'd rather give him like a medium term, like we're saying five yeah. years, somewhere in that range. So what do we say, Josh Bailey, do we say over five or under five? Sorry, over six or under six? Crowd. Under, under. we got over, so we're in the middle. So one Which of us play? wins. Six. You said six, right? I said seven. Okay, well then you don't win either. Okay. <laughs> good, good job, crowd. Okay, uh, Calvin DeHaan. What do you give oh, friend Calvin of the show. DeHaan? Friend of the, yeah, friend of the show. <laughs> he likes me a whole lot. For those who don't get that joke, Mitch and Calvin DeHaan did go back and forth on Twitter a few times. It did not end well for me. He's not a fan of Eyes on Isles. We'll just put it that way. It did not end well for me. But good job, Calvin. You got me good, so that's fair. I deserved it. Um, What do you give Calvin DeHaan as an extension? Do you give him an extension? That's an important factor. Do you even give him an extension? I'm seeing some no's over there. No. Are we seeing a lot of no's? A lot of no's? A no over there? We've got a lot of no's. A lot of no's to Calvin DeHaan getting an extension. I'll say this. I'm not giving him a long-term deal. If you're sure. going to give him an extension. Okay. Because so he's hurt this year, too. Keep there's, that, in mind. There's, that is correct. So what do you give him? What's your number, term, and, and money? I don't know. Uh, three years for $3 million. Isn't, that, isn't he already making three change? I don't know. I don't have it, I don't have it available. I gave him four years, 4.5. I think that's too high. I wouldn't go that high for a commandant. I think, I think the market gonna, is going to give him that. I think it's going to do it. I see some gross faces over there. No. Some gross faces don't like it. I know, I know, but I think the market's going to dictate. Look, he already asked for five. He asked for five last time. So If he asks for five, I'm letting him walk. He's going to ask for five again. All right, so then if he asks for five, then you go and you trade for another top four defenseman. Okay, fair enough. With one of your four picks so, in the first two rounds. So you're, you're, you're more on the let him go well, yeah. than extend him. 
if the extension's going to be more than $4 million a year, then yeah. Okay, fair enough. Okay, Jason Chimera. What Bye. do you give Jason Chimera? Zero. I, I hear a lot of nothing. Wave him now. Wave do we him have right more? Now. Do we have more than nothing? Going once, going twice. Definitely not giving him anything more than nothing. You're giving him zero. Wave him right now. <laughs> wave him right now. Fair enough. Wave, <laughs> wave him. Applause. Call applause. up Josh Hosang. Get him up here. Oh, Matt's getting fired up. You know how I feel about Josh Hosang. I know how you feel about Josh Hosang. Get him back we up We talked here. about it earlier and how Josh Hosang should be here. I understand why they're keeping Jason Chimera. I don't. It just doesn't make any sense. So like, you don't understand. The, no, I, I know why. It's just because he's played a thousand and plus games in the NHL. They, they would also, rather what thirty nine and garbage thirty eight. Um, yes, but they would rather a veteran make mistakes than a rookie make mistakes. That's a ridiculous which is ridiculous, theory. but that's that's clearly their strategy. That's clearly what they're doing. True. It just doesn't make sense. Okay. I wrote down um, for Jason Chimera. Uh, what did I write? Uh, I spelt G O N E. Gone. Gone. I want him gone. Okay. Gone. Fair enough. Peace out. Uh, it's not that I don't like you, Jason Chimera. It's just that your player right now is just, I'm speaking to the camera because I assume Jason Chimera on his off day is watching us. Um, just sorry, buddy. I think the time's done. Uh, you're going to be here for the rest of the year, but next year, see you later. Um, Thomas Hickey. What do you give Thomas Hickey as a contract extension? Do you give him a contract no. extension? No. No, because you no. just extended We got a yes. Adam Pellick and Scott Mayfield, who right. are depth defenseman for eternity. Sure. Yeah, so, fair. What about the rest of the room? Again. What do we got as far as... out? Uh, thumbs down. We got trade. We got, we got gone. Right. I kept Thomas Hickey. Oh, my God. What did you did, give him? I gave 2.5 over 3. You're giving him 2.5 million for more than two years. Yes. For three years. For three years. What is it with you and Garth Snow with the affinity of locking up mediocre defensemen for like years on well, end? Well, first off, you need mediocre defensemen because there's such a thing as a, a four and a five, or sorry, a five and a six slot. But what good does having like three or four six pairing D-mans do? Well, because then if they turn defense. into if they turn into a four guy, you're paying a four guy six money. Is Thomas Hickey at this point in his career turning into a four? No, guy? but you have a reliable number five guy, a number six guy. You have a rely like he's know. not going to get any better That's than that. Such a paying. replaceable piece, though. Why sure. are you still signing up Fair. for that? Because for then you don't years. have to go search for it because you already have it. It's a known quantity. So Why that, go find something you don't necessarily know? And look, Garth isn't the, the greatest when it comes to trades. He's been great right now, but before that, not so good, right? So like, I don't know. I don't. I I, I would rather dance with the devil I know than the devil I don't. I think that's the quote. But when you that's rather in Canada, but when you rather. Um, give some of the rookies an opportunity instead? We're already doing that, and that's not working out too well, so no. no Devin Taze isn't here. Right, so that's just one. All right, but when you want Taze, Aho, or Pulak to get an opportunity over Thomas Hickey, who we already sure, know what he is. Sure, like, but we have another few defensemen to go through, I think, on this list here All right. um, that we haven't mentioned. One, one specifically who hails from Germany, uh, a, one, a one Dennis Seidenberg. What do you, Matt O'Leary, give Dennis Seidenberg? Zero. Zero. Do we, do we get zeros around the room? Thumbs Zero. down. Thumbs, thumbs down. down. We got some clapping for a thumbs down, or that is a thumb up clap? She doesn't know. Oh, so <laughs> she's clapping for you. Yeah. So what you said is a, is a clap. Sure. So we got a triple thumbs down. Uh, we have a G-O-N-E for me on, okay. on, on, on Dennis Seidenberg. Obviously, it's done. The, the extension should not have happened. No, they shouldn't when, have When he picked him place. up in the World Cup, that was, it was a great pickup. It worked for the first half of the season. It really did. Right, he put up like 14 points in like 20 games. He was outstanding. But then his 36-year-old leg year. started. I say 36 like he's ancient. That's three years older than I am. Um, but he's clearly slowed down. He's like Yager. Just like Yager. 
It just, it just got away from him. The, the guy, he's just too old. That, that happens. It's a young, like Matthew Barzell, is, he was born like yesterday, and he's playing in the NHL. It wasn't literally that, but you, you get what I'm trying yeah. to say. So, uh, no, I, I get what you're saying, but um, for Seidenberg, I didn't even want him to sign last year to begin with because I foresaw Ryan Pulak being blocked, which right. him playing one NHL yes. game really did him no good and kind of stunted no. his development. I could think it's a fair assumption. Yep, that's fair. Well, he also got hurt. Yeah, but he could have came back. He got That's hurt in true. October. Yeah, I know. I know. Okay. Um, last one I have um, for UFAs. I'd like for you to bring up on your tablet the RFAs because I want right. to go over those real quick. Um, the UFA is um, uh, Yaroslav Halak. What do you guys give Yaroslav Halak? Do you keep Halak? Do I get claps for a yes and boos for a no? We oh, we got keeps for Halak. Oh, my God. I didn't I, think I was going to get that. I'm shocked. I, I thought I was going to get a lot of... <laughs> I, I don't think we keep a lack. I really don't. So y- yell to me why you think we should keep a lack. I'm putting you on the spot, but you're not on camera. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. I don't think they're giving him a contract. I'm not I, saying that's a good idea, per se, but yeah. I don't think they're going to offer him a contract. I think we're all gun-shy on Yaroslav Halak getting an extension, or we, we, we're kind of okay with it is because... If he doesn't, then that means we have Thomas Grice, and that's not working out so well this year. Right. So I, I get it. I just, what's it going to cost to keep Yarrow Halak? What do you think he gets then if he stays? You've got to think he's taking a pay decrease, right? What's he mm-hmm. now? Four million cap hit? 4.5 he's getting. Three? Like Grice? If he gets three, I, I'd be okay with it. Because, like, look, Halak's been good. Like you said, the only reason they won against Vegas was, was Halak. It's just, where was that at the start of the year? Is it the strategy well, like we brought up earlier? I think it's a strategy, the idea of the perimeter shooting. It's just not suiting the type of game the Halak plays. Okay, so when do you act, actually try to get a franchise goalie in? Because this is just well, another stopgap. Yeah. It's gonna, just going to be an endless process of stopgap goalie, stopgap goalie, stopgap That's goalie. That's fair. So I'm trying to take my shot. You're trying to, be, you're, you're trying to further, it ahead, further along than I am. Yes. Um, That's a good question. I don't know, because is Soderstrom... The future number one goalie. I think so. A lot of Sorokin's we don't know. not coming. We don't Sorokin know. Sorokin is staying in Madrasha. He is not coming. He's saying, "Yet I don't want your dollars. I will take my rubles and live in Saint Petersburg." Thank you very much. That's pretty good. Spasiba. That's thank you in Russian. You're welcome, everyone. The more uh, you know. Um, the more you know. Okay. So RFAs. Let's bring up some RFAs. I think there's uh, one that one that everyone really wants to talk about. Another friend of the show. Friend of the show. Brock Nelson. Oh, I know you love him. Mm-hmm. One of my favorites. Um, I. What am, do you give Brock Nelson as a contract extension? Do you give Brock Nelson no, a contract extension? I use him in a trade to try and acquire there a top four defenseman. How, do, how does everyone feel about keeping Brock Nelson? Oh, I no. saw a potential clap. I, you thought I was going to say to trade I, him. No. We got a lot of shaking our heads and no's. No. We don't want, we don't want Brock, Nelson. Brock Nelson back. That's fair. Well, well what was our most famous uh, viral Twitter theme this year? It was keeping track how many periods Brock Nelson yeah. has gone without a goal. And it got up to 53 periods in a row, which was translates... It, it was 55. Was it 55? 55 and change. It was 55 and change. All right, so that's what, 17 games? God, something like too that. Too many, too many. For a guy who's He's primary attribute score 20 goals. scoring. Yeah. The only good thing he has is a wrist shot, and he didn't score. <laughs> That's it. That's all he's good, he's good for. He's got more redeemable qualities, I'm sure. I'm sure he's a nice guy. We're talking about on the ice, Mitch. No one cares what oh, they do off yeah, the ice. Oh, yeah, no. You're right, then. On the ice, it's definitely it. That's all he's got. All right, so do you give him a contract? 
I, well, you have to tender a qualifying offer. You have to do that. As a responsible general manager, you have to, because if you don't, then he gets to walk free agent. And you don't lose assets for nothing. That's not, you don't do right. that. So what would yours be? Well, you have, I think that the minimum qualifying offer based off on, uh, on how much he's making is a uh, 50% increase, I'm going to say. So minimum, he's getting, what, 2.5? 2.5 right? right now. So 50% of that is, I don't do math, 1.25. So 3.75. No, that doesn't mean he signs it. That's just that you're tendering no. him that offer. That, that it exists and you retain his rights so you can negotiate and trade him at the, at the draft or whatever else you want. Okay, but I'm not happy if he signs for a 3 Okay, well, five. yeah. Duly noted. Let me write it down. Uh, wait, right my now. pen. Uh, Matt. So when July 1st comes. Uh, frowny face. Brock, Brock Nelson. Nelson. Put it on Contact. poster. Blow it up. It's going to be 72 font on that one. Okay. Uh, who else do we got? Shane Prince. Gone. Oh, no, it doesn't matter. Do I think at to? this point we're getting to a laundry list of guys that are just gone. Okay. Uh, Ross Johnston. I like him. Oh, come on. <laughs> I like really? Johnston. Look, really? Look, if, if we can't get Matt Martin back, who's the next Matt Martin? And then, I don't know. And then we were talking about this earlier as far as identity. What is the New York Islanders' identity? Is it, is it a, a fighting? Are they a physical team? Are they a run-and-gun team? If they're a fighting physical team, they need someone like Ross Johnson. If they're not, then yeah, fine. Yeah, get rid of them. At this point, everyone keeps saying, what's their identity? We don't know because they're flip-flopping between the two. And they don't know because they're flip-flopping between the two. Figure it out. All right. Garth um, Snow. I say that to you. I'm sorry. Like, I'm, 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 I'm putting it towards you, but you're not Garth Snow. You're just Snow. taking your anger out on me. Yeah, exactly. As per usual. As usual. Um, Alan Quine. He's Casey Sezikis light. I keep saying that every, That's putting every it podcast. Nicely. He's well, like, look, I, I love what Casey Sezikis does, but if Alan Quine could do it for how much is he making on the cap right now? Like six something. Six hundred twelve. Yeah. Casey Sezikis is three point three point two five for the next four years. That's nuts. If he if Alan Quine could do the same job, you do that. But he can't. Oh, okay. I think he can, but sure, you don't think so? No, he's not as good as. Sure, okay, yeah, he's not as good as Sezikis, but he's okay. That's why he's Casey Sezikis light. He's light. Not the same. He's good. Right, like Coke light or Sprite light. You guys have Sprite light? I don't think so. It's kind of like maybe Coke Zero. It's like the same thing. Right. It's the same thing, just less sugar. It's not as good, but it's the same thing. You know what I mean? You see I'll what take I'm my trying? Coke and I'll take my Casey Sezikis, I guess. Okay, fair enough. Um, last RFA, Ryan Pulak. Oh, well, you sign that up yeah. long term. Um, I say poof, Ryan Pulak. What's he making now? One, just under one. Yep. I project him as a top four. If you better than Mayfield, and Mayfield got one six, right? Yep. Two point five over five. Wow. Okay, that's a little higher than I was going to go two. But okay. I'm okay with giving him two point five. Crowd over or under two point? Sorry, more than two or less than two million? Way over. We got a less, and we got a way over. How much over? Four. Four mil. All right. How much less? One million a year. See, I like this. There's some cost cutting, some cost certainty going on over here. I love it. That's some Gary Bettman type budgeting right there. Cost certainty. I know how much I'm paying this kid, and I'm not impacting my cap. If he signs that, you're hired. Perfect. Four million though. I like it because you're eight years. Eight. So you're projecting him top two then. Okay. That's a, see, I'm projecting him top four. I like it. I think he could do it. That five point outing was real nice, but. He hasn't really done anything like that since. I'm kind of, mm, but you know, he's got that full face I, I junior like hockey thing. I do like locking him up for eight years at a reasonable. Cost. Oh, you like you like locking up players at reasonable costs. 
Oh. Yeah, but, but I mean, he's oh. 23. No? Okay, sure. Fair enough. Okay. I was just, I'm being facetious with you right now. Clearly. Yeah. <laughs> that, was, that was, if looks could kill, that one would kill me. Um, no, but I, if you're going to do it with somebody, Ryan Pulak would be the guy. And I would overpay him a couple years early on if that means by year five, six, seven, you're getting him at a bargain. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. All right, fair. I think we can all agree with Ryan Pulak on that. We can all live with Ryan Pulak being locked up long term as long as he projects and, and fulfills the projection. Certainly. Okay. I had one last thing I wanted to get to before sure. we end the show proper. Um, it's not on the running order, and we were kind of talking about it earlier about trades. Okay. And I think that's what's getting everyone's goat right now is that the New York Islanders haven't been making any trades. They haven't done anything to address, and I think this, is, this will play well to the crowd. If you could trade for any player, I know what you're going to say, Chris, but if you could trade for any player, who would you get crowd all at once? I want to hear Oliver ekman Larson like super loud. ekman Larson. We got Anybody one ekman Larson. Any other answers than ekman Larson? That was going to be my answer. So. Really? Yes. Yeah, I figured as much. Um, I, 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 we were saying that earlier. I'm not so sure. I like, I, I like Oliver ekman Larson. I like him as a top two, but he's essentially just what Nick Letty is. He's the same thing as Nick Letty. But isn't two Nick Letty's better than one Nick Letty? I, yeah, yeah, okay, fair enough. Uh, I was going to go with Mike Green because I think you can get it cheaper. Uh, he's older, sure, he's older, but he's not that much older. He's about 31, so he's younger than I am. So I give him that much. much. No, that's not saying much, I guess, but still. He's younger than I am. I think you can get him for less than you would for Oliver ekman Larson, and he can add a little bit more to what you're, what you're doing. So do you think Green's a better player, or do you think ekman Larson's a better player? I think ekman Larson's a better player, okay. but I think you can get... Co- the cost recapture for Green is better, as in you don't have to give up as much to get Green as you would Oliver ekman Larson. So you retain more, and you get similar quality. All right, mm-hmm. but I would think this year with your four picks in the first two rounds would be the year to overspend for somebody. Yeah, I think so. Why not? So that's why I'm... Oh, so that's why you're saying Oliver ekman Larson. Right, yeah. okay. As opposed I, I just to Mike kinda, Green, who's kind of like... Yeah, I just kind of gave Not necessarily the cheap way out, but it's a... a it's a cheap way out. option. Yeah. I'm just... I'm all about cost certainty, like your mom was saying. Yeah. If I can get him cheaper, do it. Get him cheaper. But I, I, I conceded the point already, so... All right. That's all I have. That's all I That's had. It? Did you have anything you wanted to add? Um, no, just one last time. Uh, thank you to Memory to Video Productions for being able to do this live for us. Thank you guys for coming out. I love you. Thank you for you. donating to America's Vet Dogs for a good cause. And uh, we're going to keep the raffles going a little bit longer. So yeah, stick around. There's still a lot of sub left. And we're going to pull those... In what? Well, let's give it another 20 minutes. Nine, yeah. 930. Uh, yeah. 9.30 we'll pull. And, and a big thank you to the South Hempstead Fire Department. Yes, thank you thank to the South boys. Hempstead Fire Department. Thank you to everyone who helped out, put the baskets together, make the yes. signs, planning. Thank you, Ellen. All the food and everything like that means a lot. Yeah. And uh, you got to do your homework. we got to start preparing for episode number 25. For oh, no. I spent so long on 24. And I even had the tab open, so I made sure to remember it. You know how hard it is to remember? Ask my wife. She'll tell you. I don't remember anything. Anything. So the fact that I remembered it is you're lucky. You got lucky. You're welcome. Okay, Matt, it's good seeing you in in the flesh. Yeah, it was good. And uh, it's good seeing all you in the flesh. So you've been listening to the Eyes on Isles podcast. We'll catch you again next week.
What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.